His wife was determined to march him to the country club this Saturday evening. Worse, he'd have to stuff himself into his old tux, like sausage into a casing. The Irish breakfast, more properly a resplendent banquet on a plate, was the culprit. He had tried to restrict himself to three such repasts during their stay in County Sligo, but ended up devouring seven, two of them out of view of his wife. He didn't know about St. Paul, but the grim baggage of diabetes was definitely this cleric's thorn. I'm still jet-lagged, he said. Jet-lagged? After ten days? Try again, sweetheart. There was a busy silence. They sat in his study, finishing a second cup of coffee. Rain gleamed on the leaves of the maple outside the vast window. Fog capped the mountains beyond. Our observatory, he reasoned, when faced with the alarming cost of so much glass. It's an important occasion, Timothy. Your doctor is retiring after decades of sleep loss and patients who won't do what the doctor ordered. So, hardly anyone ever did what the priest ordered either. Then he's volunteering to serve in one of the worst areas of famine in the world. She pressed her case as he wrestled an unsettling truth. With Hoppy Harper out of the picture, he would fall into the hands of Dr. Wilson, who, in his opinion, was yet the unlicked cub, medically speaking. And Father Timothy Cavanaugh, she said, highly esteemed friend and longtime priest of the Guest of Honor, wants to sit home. The cocked head, the raised eyebrow, the gathering of hoarfrost. You're absolutely right, he said. So you're going. Cynthia, Cynthia, I didn't say I'm going. I said you're right that I want to sit home. He gave forth a sigh. You're so southern. His Massachusetts-born spouse was keen on the notion that southerners were overfond of sighing, something apparently beneath the dignity of Yankees. You won the war, his father would have said. What's to sigh about? Did she have so much time on her hands that she could spend it conducting his business? Since she had started a new book, she should be insensible to life's vagaries for at least ten or eleven months. I just read an article, she said, on what can happen to priests when they retire. Some of them end up refusing to leave the house. I have left the house religiously, he said with feeling. And there she went, hooting with laughter. It was very hard to have a dispute with a woman who wouldn't stay aggrieved, but was ever looking to put a shine on things. I suppose it doesn't count, he said, that I went to see Hoppy on Tuesday, and we had a long talk, and I prayed for him, and wished him well, and promised we'd stay in touch with Olivia and Lace whenever he's away. He watched her eyes. This was clearly not enough. I gave him a nice pair of nail clippers, he said. No need to say it was a pass-along gift from his cousin.
in a leather case. The blank look. That was lovely, I'm sure, but it will honor him to have people there, like at a funeral. How would you feel if no one came to your funeral because they'd already said lovely things before you croaked? Okay, okay, I'll do it. Peace be with you, Kavna. Where are my studs? In the right-hand section of your top bureau drawer, and also with you. He thought she looked pretty pleased with herself.